0: And we are live. I hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Just a few observations. You know, I put a little bit of this out onto Twitter. It's just kind of weird, isn't it, that all the things that they claim that Donald Trump would cause, he never caused, all the things they claimed that, that would happen under a Trump presidency never happened, but all those very things that they claimed would happen under a Trump presidency, all, they, all the wars that they claimed would happen under a Trump presidency are all now happening under a Democratic Party presidency, i.e. it's not a presidency, it's a regime, fraudulent elected President Joe Biden, it's all causing you know all these things now that are actually happening. The other things they said would happen under the Trump administration, but they're happening under a Biden administration. And just, you know, just little little observations here. You know, we had no new wars. Obviously, we have a Ukraine war. I don't believe we're on. The, I don't like endlessly saying that we are going to we're on the precipice of a nuclear war because I don't believe it. I don't believe we're on the precipice of a nuclear war because a nuclear war would kill all the bourgeois elitist there's no way to survive a nuclear winter you can't survive a bunch of nuclear clouds flying around the world if you even even tactical nuke, nukes will affect people a thousand two thousand thousands of miles away around the globe because that weather just blows all throughout the globe and kills people with radioactive materials so they know that that's why they released a virus with a 0.1 percent death rate killing the obese and the elderly because they don't want to pay for the elderly in all of their socialist systems and they want to lower the earth's population so, they, so whoever they deem as useless, they killed off. That, that this is what they're always doing. But I digress. So all these things that they claim would happen under Trump administration are actually happening under the Biden administration. Economic collapse. We've now had the second largest bank in the United States history, the third largest bank in the United States history collapse. And just so everybody knows, and I'll get into this in a minute, these things did not just collapse because of normal uh, banking ups and downs, seasonal pressures, whatever it may be. That is not what happened. They simply collapsed because of Biden's interest rates, because of printing money, which we'll get into in just a second. So that none, you know, they claim that would happen under Trump, we'd have an economic collapse. Never happened under Trump. No new wars under Trump. Every Democrat, every every Rhino Republican, every Bush said they were going to move the embassy, uh, the United States embassy. Actually into Jerusalem, Trump was the only one who did it. Trump, of course, caused no new wars. We had, we had closed borders. It's all, of course, wide open borders now. And now the latest thing, of course, is Russia, for all intents and purposes, although it wasn't, doesn't qualify as a shoot-down, so to speak, the Russians have downed, and we'll just go ahead and call it shoot-down. If I say downed or shoot-down, I mean the exact same thing. The Russians have now shot down a $53 million drone. $53 million. $53 million it costs us, you know, to build these drones. And that was just shot down, of course, by the Russians. We're not looking for it. The Russians are actually looking for it. We don't even have the military to go and try to recover our $53 million drone. We don't even have the military to do it. And listen, I know a lot of us, we're all if you're watching this, you know, probably with a few exceptions, you're on the right side of politics. We love the military, but please understand that the 2023 military is not the is not the 2020 military, the 19 military, the 18 military, the military of the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, the 60s. It is not. And I know there's there's great soldiers in there, great members of the of the Navy, Army, Air Force, Marines. I know there are there great members there still, but a lot of them are very compliant with the globalist bourgeois elitist vaccine mandate, very compliant with that. They should never have been because they're being vaccinated with an Ill- illegal, vi- uh, illegal vaccine because they're not allowed to take a vaccine that's not FDA approved. And we have yet to put out an FDA approved vaccine. Not, nothing. Oh yeah, there is Tom, because the Democrats say it's approved. No, Comarinity is approved, but Comarinity is not available to any member of the public or any member of the military. It is not, there's not been one Comarinity vaccination outside of their Pfizer trials. In the United States, nothing. And by the way, Comerity is Pfizer because Comerity is BioNTech. BioNTech is Pfizer. BioNTech is the German version of Pfizer. It is Pfizer Germany. So you're saying, Tom, you've got a pretty poor opinion of the military. Yes, I do. Unapologetically. I'm not saying it can't recover. I, have a bio, I, the, I think of the military slightly higher. I mean, think about who's in charge of the military. Raytheon executive. Raytheon whore. Lloyd Austin, Mark Milley, White Rage Mark Milley, uh, CENTCOM Commander McKenzie, all of which we played the video. You saw it. You had the Marine sniper at Abbey Gate ready to take action. Had the description, had the suspect, the Unabomber suspect in his sights asking, May I pull the trigger, please? We don't have that authority. Can you check to see? Let me check to see who has the authority. And when that person, has the, uh, when I, when that person tells me they have the authority, then he'll check to see if he has the authority, and that person will check, to, check on the authority of the authority over his authority. That's, that's our current state of the United States military. Twelve hours in advance. I'm not, I'm not blaming the rank and file. I blame the rank and file in the FBI. I do not blame the rank and file in the military yet, but the rank and file is getting more and more corrupt inside the military also. Which we need to keep an eye on. But we had that. We had it. We had the testimony. This guy has his arm blown off. I believe it, it may have been part of his leg blown off also. Testifying before Congress, he had the guy in, in his sights, and nobody would would pull the trigger. Lloyd Austin, Mark Milley, and McKenzie all knew 12 hours in advance that a unit bomber was coming to the Abbey Gate to blow up United States Marines, and they did absolutely nothing and now 13 of our soldiers are dead they're dead the democrats don't care rhino republicans don't care You got lindsey graham right now saying that we ought to launch missile strikes against russian against the russian air force what an idiot what a stupid idiot you know why because lindsey graham does never have to fight in any of these wars lindsey graham could not walk 10 feet let alone carry a backpack or carry a weapon or fire a fire weapon. Lindsey Graham can't do anything. So, of course, he wants other people to fight wars for him because it deepens his pockets. How did Lindsey Graham become a multi, 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 multi-millionaire? We, don't, we need to find out. Honestly, I don't know. But we need to find out how it is that a man that's making one to $300,000 a year becomes a multi, 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 multi-millionaire. Same with Nancy Pelosi, who's worth around $200 million and has never been paid more than $200,000 a year in her life. We need to find those things out, right? So the military is in absolute disarray. It can be easily fixed with another Trump administration, easily fixed with another DeSantis with the Desantis administration. You're like, Tom, you need to pick. I'm not picking squat. I'm not picking squat between DeSantis and Trump. All the idiots out there, and yes, I'm calling them idiots, that are attacking each other. And mainly, it's, it's not mainly, it's all the Trump people attacking DeSantis. That is so stupid. It's so stupid. And when Trump does it, he is being stupid. Do you know? I thought you love Trump. I do love Trump. You'll see pro-Trump videos, no matter how many times he, att- he att- attacks DeSantis. Because here's the thing: I'm not, I haven't picked sides yet. I will eventually, I will come out and tell you which one I'm voting for. But I want to see him debate, don't you? Instead of trying to destroy Ron DeSantis, that just shows you that you're afraid of Ron DeSantis. Sounds like you're for DeSantis. I'm not. I don't know if DeSantis can be as good as Trump. Trump was a great president, with the exception of how he handled COVID-19, terrible. Operation Warp Speed, terrible. COVID, terrible. Operation Warp Speed, more terrible. And he's still touting how great Operation Warp Speed is. So our military is in in complete disarray. So here's a TV News Now video. Basically, it's, it's it's a video of Fox News, so it's Fox News also, with Steve Ducey. Play for me, Will. You know, the, the criticism we heard
1: from the Pentagon regarding the Russian pilots was absolutely accurate. This is so unprofessional. And those guys are absolutely well, out of control. They're lucky they didn't crash
0: their own jet by hitting it. Well, that's the, nuts. Yeah, I mean, you could say that uh, maybe they wanted to do this, but a lot of people say that you could have uh, damaged your own plane. And this yeah. second, the first one got close. This well, looks like the second one that clips it. And now the Russians. Uh, are efforting to go 5,000, they say it's 5,000 feet deep, uh, and they're looking to scrape this off the floor. Remember how the Iranians benefited when our drone went down in the middle of the desert, and Barack Obama elected not to to blow it up. The Iranians took it, now they got a drone fleet exactly like ours, and if not better. Brian,
2: this is, uh, the Kremlin approved this aggressive action. This was intentional. I know, I
0: saw their report. Well, and here's the thing.
1: This is just about 15 seconds worth of the video uh, that was released by uh, European command. And apparently those jets were circling that drone for 30 or 35 minutes. So there's a lot of this, but Mm -hmm. this just shows how close the plane came when it was dumping the, mm-hmm. uh, and here's another angle of it, where it was dumping the fuel mm-hmm. on the drone while
0: the drone's eyes were still well, you know- And just another very simplistic ob- observation. Why did this never happen under, under Donald Trump? Very strange, isn't it? We have no embassies that were invaded, just like they were under Barack Obama, just like they were under Joe Biden, just like they were under Bill Clinton, just like they were under Jimmy Carter. So the last four Democratic Party presidents in a row all had all had embassies invaded. It never happens under Donald Trump. Strange, isn't it? I mean, I want everybody. You can, I'm asking around the room. Got a former Marine in the room. Got a wide range of ages in the room. I'm just. I'm trying to think. How many? How many drones? Or any sort of military. Ass- how many? How many drones were taken down by the Russians? And how many military assaults occurred by the Russians under the four years of Donald Trump? I mean, how many? Oh, let's ask this, Aaron. Just answer zero. Of course, that's accurate. I mean, how many? How many countries did the did Russia invade under Donald Trump? That would be another zero. But um, let me see. How many did they invade under Barack Hussein Obama? That would be when they took Crimea. Crimea. Going, going, but Iron Man right there with Chimera, whatever that country is. So they they invaded a country, Crimea, under, under Barack Hussein Obama. Didn't do it under Trump, and now here they are invading all of Ukraine. Took a little chunk of you, a very strategic area of Ukraine is Crimea. Very strategic area, access port, everything else. They took that under Barack Obama because they knew he was nutless and would do absolutely nothing. They knew that. So they did, this is what they're doing. This is why you have strategic uh, uh, reconnaissance flights daily going over Taiwan right now by the Chinese because what's happening in this, and I'll get into this in a second, but what they're doing is sucking the life out of, sucking all of our ammunition, su- uh, uh, all of our technology, all of our money, everything is going into Ukraine. All Our military has no bullets, just so everybody knows. We have no bullets, we have no ammo. Everything is going to Ukraine, for what? This is exactly what China wants, is China funds both Russia and Ukraine simultaneously so they can keep this war going, a board that Biden wanted also. The Chinese didn't start this war. This war wasn't even started by Vladimir Putin. You're like, well, he crossed the border. Yeah, he crossed the border, but he warned over and over and over again, keep Ukraine neutral. And that was, and by the way, Volodymyr Zelensky had already agreed to that. You can, If you don't believe it, just pull up the article from the former prime minister of Israel who simply said, This was a done deal. Volodymyr Zelensky and Vladimir Putin had come to terms. And Volodymyr Zelensky was okay with Ukraine remaining neutral for now. But Joe Biden said no, because Joe Biden wants the war. Because he needs Ukraine. He needs Ukraine. He needs Ukraine to burn, to cover up for all of his malfeasance, to cover up for all of his corruption to cover up that his son owned a portion of MetaBiota, which was sending millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. MetaBiota, a biolab inside of Ukraine. He needs it to burn. And for numerous other reasons also, but a very simplistic reason is he needs Ukraine to burn to cover his steps. So he that you know, this war was never, never needed to happen. And the reason why this drone was struck down, all of a sudden it was taken down which of course never would happen under Donald Trump. Who is was, who was, who was testing intercontinental ballistic missiles? Kim Jong-un, when did it stop? When Donald Trump told him to stop. Never fired another one. When did he start firing him? As soon as Joe Biden got elected. They know who, and here's the thing, it's not just a matter of people being pansies and being nutless. It isn't just a matter of of lacking intestinal fortitude, or as I like to say, testicular fortitude. It's not just cowardice. It's corruption. It's these people. Joe Biden is following his marching orders. He is being told out of Beijing what to do. And I am not exaggerating. I'm telling you flat out. He is being told what to do. $54 million for the Penn Biden Center on the University of Pennsylvania campus just happens to be where Joe Biden stores his classified compartmented uh, documents that he's not allowed to have With every single one of those documents is a felony, and the Penn-Biden Center was bought and paid for by $54 million from the CCP directly? Strange, isn't it? Very, very strange how that all happens. He is following his marching orders. You will allow this, and you will allow that. And you will do this and you will do that. Or we will expose you and you will go to federal prison for the rest of your life or be tried for treason. All right, Daily Caller video. I just I have to here here is here is White Rage Millie. Here's his response. Listen listen to the, the visceral response of a $53 million drone, reconnaissance drone from the United States military being shot down for all intents and purposes by the Russian military. Here's his visceral response. Look at the rage from White Rage, Millie. Play it for me.
1: Outside, this is uh, probably about four or five thousand feet of water, uh, and it probably don't know for certain yet. We, it'll be days before we uh, have uh, actual facts on the on the impact and what debris is there. Probably sank uh, uh, to some significant depths. Uh, so any recovery operation from a techno standpoint would be very difficult, if there is reason to believe that we could or uh, recover something, then we'll look up options for the secretary and the president to consider, and we'll move from there. But we do have options, uh, and we do have friends and allies in the region. Okay, we have time for one more. Let's-
0: so the, the response from the, the number one advisor, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff for the military, basically the general over all of the military, his response is, we have friends in the area? That's the United States of America. Where's the rage? That you had Russian airplanes, Russian jets fly by and dump their jet fuel onto our 55 million $53 million drone and then run into our $53 million drone and sink it in the bottom of the sea and he's like, "Well, I believe there's 3 to 4,000 uh there it's it's possibly sunk to 3 to 4,000 feet, uh you know, depth of 3 to 4,000 feet." Doesn't know anything. And he says it's going to be days until we know anything. Why is that exactly? Sounds like the Benghazi response, right? We, we had no, we, we would never be, remember, remember Barack Hussein Obama and Hillary Clinton with Benghazi? And never forget Benghazi, the 13 Americans that died there absolutely needlessly. Barack and Michelle spoon, Barack and Mike spoon every night together, sleeping like babies in their three or four mansions on the sea that they say are supposed to be underwater by now due to glo- climate change. But they sleep like babies at night, all of them. Hillary Clinton sleeps like a baby at night. Bill Clinton sleeps with whatever woman he's sleeping with like a baby at night. We know that. No problem whatsoever. They killed 13 Americans. Funny how it's 13 there too. 13 at the Abbey Gate, 13 in Benghazi. They don't care at all. 26 million, I mean, 26 dead people. They don't care. Not to mention all the other dead people. Barack Obama loved to drone innocent people all the time. Just like all the democratic all the Democrats love to drone innocent people. They love it. Barack Obama droned innocent people, killed more people in drone strikes than all other presidents. And of course, we had, right after the Abbey situation, we had Mark Milley decide, you know what? We're going to go bomb an innocent family of 10, seven of which are now dead, which were kids. I mean, they're all dead. 10 are dead. Seven were kids. So why does it take days for us to find out anything? I mean, again, with Benghazi, you said that we, we would not have time to respond. How would you? How can you say you would have no time to respond when you don't know the end end point of the engagement? It makes absolutely no sense. We had no. We would not have had. They're sitting there watching it live. They are watching it live, and they are saying that we don't have time to respond. What if it lasted thirty six hours? What if it lasted seventeen hours? It lasted thirteen. You can't do anything in thirteen hours. Libya is very close to numerous United States bases and allied bases. You can do nothing. Typical response. They don't care because, and listen, this may sound overly simplistic to you, but if they'll kill you in the womb, they have no respect for human life. They don't care that there's, these are people's babies. I don't care if they're 32 years old. These are people's sons and daughters dying and Hillary Clinton does nothing. Barack Obama does nothing. Mark Milley at Abbey Gate does nothing. Knows 12 hours in advance. At least Hillary didn't know that Benghazi was gonna happen. Mark Milley knew that a Unabomber was coming to the Abbey Gate. He knew it 12 hours in advance. Lloyd Austin knew 12 hours in advance. Joe Biden knew 12 hours in advance. CENTCOM commander McKenzie knew 12 hours in advance. Kamala Harris knew 12 hours in advance and did absolutely nothing. Nothing, because if they'll abort you in the womb, they don't care about your life. That's how these people are very dead. There's a big difference between sinner and wicked. There's people that are just sinners. They're sinners. They're sinning against God. They're sinning. I mean, they're not, they don't even know they're sinning against God. The wicked are actually actively opposing God, actually are murderers, because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him would not perish but have everlasting life. God loves these people that are dying at the Abbey Gate and in Benghazi. But I mean, back to, back to Millie, why will it take days? How, why, is it, why would it ever take days for us to, to have a reconnaissance flight over where the drone went down? And who's there now picking up the drone? That would be the Russians. They're there, how could we not be there? And the Russians could be there because our military, you don't understand. You may not get this. You, you might, again, I'm, speaking, I'm preaching to the choir, so you may know. But the world doesn't know. The United States military is so dilapidated and so undersourced. People are talking about a two front war. You got Lindsey Graham basically committing us to a two front war us versus China and us versus Russia at the same time. Who's going to back us up, by the way? The Brits? They have no military. Spain, no military. France, no military. Is- Israel has the most fierce military in the region, but they're tiny. Who's going to back us? We have nothing. We don't even have bullets. We have one, The Navy's, the Naval Secretary came out and said, we don't have enough armaments. And what's been done since then? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So I had to just show you, I love to put together these little montages of galactic incompetence. And here's just a couple, just to show you the state of our military, where we're at right now. Who's actually running it? If people want us to fight in Ukraine, who's going to run that war? Mark Milley? Well, here he is, YouTube video, play for me, Will. It is important that we train and we understand,
1: uh, and I want to understand white rage, and I'm white, and I want to understand it.
3: House Armed Services Committee, General Mark Milley. We know we're not going to defeat the Taliban militarily and they're not going to defeat the government of Afghanistan militarily. You really blew that call, didn't you, General?
1: I believe that that was a issue of strategic stalemate, and that if we had remained in Afghanistan uh, with the advisory levels of effort, then the government of Afghanistan... Well, that's that's an interesting answer to a question, it's just
3: not one I asked. You spent more time with Bob Woodward on this book than you spent analyzing the very likely prospect that the Afghanistan government was going to fall immediately to the Taliban, didn't you?
1: Not even close, Congressman.
3: Oh, really, because you said right after Kabul fell that no one could have anticipated the immediate fall of the Ghani government. When did you become aware that Joe Biden tried to get Ghani to lie about the conditions in Afghanistan? He did that in July. Did you know that right away?
1: I'm not aware of what President Biden... You're not aware of the phone
3: call that Biden had with Ghani where he said, whether it is true or not, We want you to go out there and paint a rosy picture of what's going on in Afghanistan. You're the chief military advisor to the president. You said that the Taliban was not going to defeat the government of Afghanistan militarily, which, by the way, they cut through them like a hot knife through butter. And then the president tries to get Ghani to lie. When did you become aware of that attempt? Well,
1: there's two things there, Congressman, if if I may. One is what I said was the situation was stalemate. And if we kept advisors with there, the government of Afghanistan and the army would have still been there that's what i said whether
3: that's right or wrong i don't know but it seems wrong now well going and undermining the chain of command which is obviously what you did you, you've created this whole chain did not undermine the migration narrative man yeah you did you absolutely honestly. did and it did not well you know what <laughs> you said yesterday that you weren't going to resign when senators asked you this question and i believe that you guys probably won't resign you seem to be very happy failing up over there but if we didn't have a president that was so addled, you all would be fired, because that is what you deserve. You have let down the people who wear the uniform in my district and all around this country, and you're far more interested in what your perception is and how people think about you in insider Washington books than you care about winning, this group incapable of doing. Ms. Is- we're behind in hypersonics. We failed to deter Russia last year. China so what, do you, what, do, you, what do you mean we're behind in hypersonics? How, how do you, okay, how do you, who's ahead in hypersonics?
2: How do you make that assessment?
4: China has moved to
0: deploy uh, hypersonic weapons more aggressively than the United States has, definitely. Uh, they have fielded more capability than we have. And they have fairly aggressive development programs in a number of areas. I wouldn't put a number. More of
3: them. aggressive than ours. They're testing and developing more, they're fielding more, and they're more capable, right? That's the essence of this thing. They
4: have invested more and they are more capable, but you have to be very careful about these well, I mean, comparisons. Th- thank you.
3: That is just like exactly the opposite of what Secretary Lloyd Austin said. How do you make that assessment? I don't know. How, is, is I make, make that assessment one, because is China is fielding hypersonic weapons systems and we are still developing them. Are I make talking that talking assessment because of Russia of actually used or one. Development of- By the way, your own people brief us that we are behind and that China is winning. Are, are you aware of the briefings we get on hypersonics?
2: I am certainly aware of briefings that we provide to, to Congress.
0: I mean, you look at the galactic incompetence of Lloyd Austin. I'll just sum up the last one with Lloyd Austin versus Matt Gates. You are dealing with, I want to give you the name, the Air Force, the Secretary of the Air Force, Kendall, is briefing Matt Gates and telling him we are drastically behind in hypersonic technology, drastically behind operationally and developmentally with the Chinese, we are way behind. He is told that by, Matt Gates is told that by Lloyd Austin's pick as Secretary of the Air Force. Secretary of the Air Force is right under Lloyd Austin, Defense Secretary. He reports directly to Lloyd Austin. And Lloyd Austin doesn't know that his own Secretary of the Air Force is telling Matt Gates that we are strategically and functionally behind the Chinese in hypersonic missile technology. In other words, they have—they are on the verge of putting out a missile and we're nowhere near putting out hypersonic missiles or they already have hypersonic missiles and we're nowhere close to having hypersonic missiles. And then Lloyd Austin comes up and says, where do you get that from? Your own guy. The guy who works right underneath you, the secretary of the Air Force, your own employee that I'm sure, I don't know this, I shouldn't report it as fact, but I'm sure that Lloyd Austin either had a part or hand-picked Air Force Secretary Kendall. It's amazing the galactic incompetence of these people, let alone Mark Milley, let alone Lloyd Austin and McKenzie, as they blown up one thing after another. Now we got, we have our Navy ships nearly colliding. The, air for the Naval the naval Secretary is complaining that he has no bullets, that we're running out of ammo. We do not have the ability to defend ourselves. That's all current, that's all happened in 2023. Not 2022, not 21, not 20, never. Right here, 2023, under the Biden administration, a naval, our Naval Secretary is coming out and saying, we have no rounds of ammunition and by the way it just came out in ukraine that they're complaining that they have no rounds of ammunition we're giving them all of ours we've given them 100 billion so far signed up to give them another 100 billion dollars worth, of, worth worth of military equipment and, and arms and ammo russia's entire military per year is funded by 82 billion we've already given ukraine under depending on who you talk to 100 100 billion for sure up to 200 billion and Russia Russia has, spent, Russia has even spent half that on Ukraine. Where's all of our bullets? They just think, I mean, you have Volodymyr Zelensky, little bourgeois, elitist, uh, Napoleon style, you know, sycophant, you know, just flying all over the globe, plying his wares, gathering up money, gathering up worship, where's all the bullets 100 billion dollars Where are all the bullets? we're not the only ones giving them bullets great britain's giving them bullets germany's giving them bullets everybody who wants to be part of the approved narrative is sending them ammo and somehow today they're out of bullets and we don't have any you don't think it's on purpose that they're draining all of our assets from us so that we are vulnerable to the Chinese taking Taiwan? If, you need, if you're worried about any conflict, that's the one to be concerned about. And by the way, when the Chinese take Taiwan, Joe Biden will do nothing because Xi Jinping will call up Joe Biden. Remember, who was it that Mark Milley was calling in the waning days of the Trump administration? That's what Matt Gates was talking about where he was hopping the chain of command. It's not just hopping the chain of command. It was a treasonous act. You had, and I mean treason, I don't throw around treason like everybody else. I really mean treason. You had Mark Milley contacting his counterpart with the CCP telling him you don't have anything to worry about. We will never start a war. He is under the command of the commander in chief at that time of Donald J. Trump. That is a treasonous act. He does not talk about many other violations also, whether it's Logan or Farah or any any other act, he was violating treason, Logan, Farah, everything. He is a treat, listen, just because these people have uniforms on, they are due no respect. Yes, the uniform is worthy of respect. The person under that uniform, whether it's Vinman or whether it's Millie, these globalist, leftist, bourgeois treasonous hacks, they're not worthy of any more, any respect. None. No more of these celebratory, you know, aggrandizements. And well, it's really great to have the honorable so and so in our midst today. You know, just screw all that stuff and let's start asking these people questions. I'm not talking about, listen, I, civility, yes. Respect, no. They're not worthy of it. None of them are. I mean, if you have Lloyd Austin, Lloyd Austin worked for Raytheon, was was signing billion-dollar contracts for the United States military, goes from Raytheon, and by the way, he was in the DOD before. Then he goes to Raytheon and secures billions of dollars worth of contracts. After he does that, he goes back to the DOD as the defense secretary, where he'll work for four years, or two or three, signed billion dollars worth of contracts for Raytheon, and then go back to his position on the board of Raytheon so these, this is all, this is who people who wanted to be, you know, we need to follow our ruling authorities under Romans 13. We don't have ruling authorities. We have a ruling document. By complying with COVID restrictions, you are actually not abiding by this, the first, second, and first, you know, the first amendment and the fifth amendment and numerous other parts of the constitution. You were the one that was defying your ruling authorities. But it, it, it's just, all, all, what's happening now with this, we need to understand that we are not being governed by what we think we are. And I know, again, I'm preaching to the choir and the most of you already know this, but they're, they're, all the c- ceremonial, you know, I'm trying to paint the right picture where, you know, just the, the national anthem playing and everybody's patriotic. And, you know, back in the Tip O'Neill days where Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill would have drinks together and all that stuff, go out to eat, they, where you basically had Tip O'Neill, didn't think it was okay to drag a baby out of a mother's womb at, ten, at, at nine months and, and, and insert scissors in the back of his brain and sell his eyeballs on the open market. He may have agreed with very early term abortion or whatever. He knew that men were men and women were women. There was slight variance. He may have wanted a 5% higher tax structure than rate, whatever it may be. But everybody had comments that, that those days are gone. It's gone. We now need to be firmly federalist, state by state, And even some Bongino's putting this out now, and I agree. You better get out of your blue states. Get out. You're like, we want to stay and fight. Go ahead. You're not going to win. They're going to take your guns, and they've already taken your judicial system. They'll make up charges against you, try you in a court where you have no rights. You won't be able to put on defense, and they'll put you in prison for 10 years. That's what's going to happen. I'm telling you that. And all of us in the red states, we need to have non-extradition orders to blue states. We need to go to this level. I don't want any violence. I do not want a civil war. Let the blue states turn on themselves. Let them have themselves. You saw it right now coming out and I'm going way off off topic. I don't usually do that. Usually I usually have to stay right on, but, but everybody's laughing in the room, but you see what's happening in San Francisco right now. They've now approved. They're, they're trying to push through reparations and, and it's, it's up to it, it's billions. It's billions that their total budget every year. For the, just the city of San, of San Francisco, fourteen billion. They, it's billions they want to give away. I can't remember how much It's It's billions. It comes down to each citizen owes six hundred fifty thousand dollars. And what Bongino said, I'm stealing all of it from him. So do credit to him. Is actually send a bill to all the people. Let them turn on each other. Seriously, let let them have it. Let let I mean I'm like I'm all for reparations in San Francisco, not anywhere in Florida. But in San Francisco, go ahead have all the reparations you want, because it'll start with Black people. Then it's going to go to Native Americans. Then it'll go to Asians, and then look at us Irish. What about us Irish slaves? I'm, I'm German Irish. My mom's side's Irish. My dad's side's German. What about all the Irish? I'm doing reparations. I'm sure that I'm related to some Irish slave somewhere. I want a million dollars. You know, let them let them have it. Let them turn. We need to be firmly federalist. And those of you, I'm going to stay and fight. Listen, God bless you. I hope you win. I do. But in my opinion, you ought to get out while you can, because you're going to get Bannon. You're going to get Navarro. You're going to get Alex Jones. You're going to get Michael Flynn. You're like, what do you mean, Tom? We have a judicial system. I'll appeal it to this. And I'll, I'll, I'll appeal it to that. Really? Listen, all you need to do is say something like, you know what? I hate the Democratic Party. Well, you know what? You have one of your Democratic Party legislators goes, you know what, I believe that's insurrection. So you're like, Tom, that's absolute nonsense that could ever happen. Are you really? Have you seen the charges against the people languishing in the gulag in D.C.? See the charges? Parading in the Capitol, they've been sitting in jail for two years and two months for parading in the Capitol. I arrested a guy for slashing another guy's throat, and he got out in three years. Attempted murder three years. Parading in the Capitol with with moose with moose, with, with uh, bullhorns on. parading through the Capitol, committing no violent acts whatsoever. He gets sentenced to three and a half years in prison. same as the guy who slashed another man's throat. You don't believe somebody can just say, well, you know you spoke out against Democratic Party. Democratic Party's really the you know is the government of this particular state, let's just say Washington. And we believe that's insurrectionist in nature. You don't think that that a Soros DA with a Soros judge and a Soros ju- a jury or a, a Obama judge and Obama jury, an Obama DA can make that fly? Who would stop it? You guys understand what I'm saying? Who would stop it? If you have listen, if you watch them, if you watch the police in Canada, they're the Gestapo. They arrested that pastor again. Yeah, I just forgot his name, Tim something. I, to, I have a whole story on. I just haven't got to it yet. I might not get it to it tonight considering it's already 9 10. But who would stop it? Who would stop that train of destruction? Who? You see what they did to Steve Bannon? What does Steve Bannon do? You're know, like Tommy, talk about this all the time. I'm just telling you this is how it works. You don't think of it, nobody cares until it happens to them. I care before it happens to me. I'm not trying to be superior. I'm just telling maybe because I don't want it to happen to me. What would stop that train? If you said, I hate the Democrats, and you've got a Soros DA, or, you know, if it, Soros gets to be over conspiratorial times, just a Democratic DA, an Obama judge, an Obama jury. Well, what, would, what would stop them to say, you know what, we believe it's insurrection, seditious activity, for Tom Lipley to say that I hate the Democratic Party. Well, who's going to stop that illegal, illegal prosecution? Who's going to stop it? Not the Soros DA, not the Obama grand jury, not the Obama judge, not the Obama jury, not the Obama judge. You're, you, this is how it all works. It vacillates back and forth being judge and jury. Not the Obama state Supreme Court, and I'm going to get one in a million chance of going to the Supreme Court after I'm languishing in prison for 10 years, waiting for my appointment to the Supreme Court. You don't think that's how, that's exactly what happened to Alex Jones civilly. That's exactly what happened to Steve Bannon criminally. What happened to Steve Bannon? Steve Bannon refused to testify to the 1-6 committee. Refused. They don't even have the lawful right to issue a subpoena because Kevin McCarthy wasn't given his two positions on the committee, therefore invalidating their subpoena ability. So he he receives an illegal subpoena and doesn't abide by the illegal subpoena, so they arrest him for obstructing Congress. Where does he go? To an Obama judge. It goes to an Obama grand jury. The Obama grand jury tells the Obama judge that we want a trial against Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon is then forced to come in via warrant, gets arrested for obstruction of Congress. Then he goes and g- goes to trial, goes to trial. They don't allow him to put on a defense because he's not even allowed to testify. He's not even allowed to testify because all everything that he would testify about is actually confidential because he, he is because he's sp- speaking for the president. So his, his speech is actually has to be kept confidential in certain aspects and especially this. So he goes, you have the, the judge puts out the warrant. The Obama judge puts out the warrant. Then you have it after the grand jury. Then he comes to trial. He's not even allowed to put on an offense. Even when he tried to put on an offense, they didn't allow him to put on an would? And you're like, well, I, wouldn't, I would not allow them to not allow me to put on an offense. It's an Obama DA making the decisions. It's an Obama judge. You can have, a, you can have your high-dollar uh, attorney all that you want. They can't overrule the judge. They can't overrule the Obama jury, so he gets he gets convicted of obstructing a subpoena that's illegal. A subpoena is not even allowed to be issued. He gets he gets convicted of obstructing it. You don't think that that can happen to you? Get out of blue states. I'm telling you, get out of blue states. What you got, Darren? Each non-black family. This is in San Francisco. Yeah, I'm reading this. Aaron sent me this note. Each non-black family in San Francisco to pony up at least 600 grand. Yeah, Bongino at 650. So I'm like, bill them. Let them do it. Let California do whatever it wants to do as long as it's not our federal dollars. Let them do whatever they want to do. Let them, let them figuratively burn to the ground. Let them go. Let Chicago do what it wants to do. Let them pay reparations. Let them bankrupt themselves. Let them do it. I'm fine with it. All right, let's move on. This is some Biden stuff now. Here, here's Biden's latest move. My bi- quote, Biden: My executive order directs my attorney general to take every lawful action possible to move us to universal background checks without legislation. Play for me. This work to save more lives more quickly. First, this
4: executive order helps keep firearms out of dangerous hands as I continue to call on Congress to require background checks for all firearm sales. And in the meantime, in the meantime, my executive order directs my attorney general to take every lawful action possible possible to move us as close as we can to universal background checks without new legislation. I just it's just common sense.
0: Let's look at all the anti-constitutional things in that statement alone. My executive order directs my attorney general. That's always bad when you're talking like that. You sound like a like an authoritarian dictator, which he is. To take every lawful action possible to move us to universal checks without legislation. I mean, that's what you really want. Remember, Biden said he was going to be a president for all, but he wants to legislate without legislation. That's He's really a president for all. The reason being is he knows he's not going to be able to pass this in the House or Senate. So he wants to, through via executive fiat, take all of our guns away. You're like, that's not what he's saying. Yeah, it is. All he wants, Tom, is universal background checks. What's that mean? How does that all work? Well, if you get a universal background check, first of all, right now, unless you're selling your gun, right now, if I could take my guns, I could give my guns to Aaron. And nobody, I'd never have to report that. Now, what he wants is that all to be, Aaron would have to go through a background check to receive my guns. Right now, his legislation is if I sold them, but we know that that would all quickly translate and quickly uh, digress into being gifts. We all know that would happen. Although, you know, no Biden always keeps his word. Yeah, he said he would never mandate vaccines and mandate them. It's like Barack Obama said, you like your doctor, you keep your doctor. We know that it all uh, disintegrate into that. So we know that. But what do background checks do? That's just. And by the way, you need remember like the John Cornyns of the world who claim to be conservatives. That all voted for this. All voted for these red flag laws. That are laws that are actually licensing Joe Biden in the midst of those red flag laws to operate via executive fiat. You would have to have those red flag laws in place for him to be able to legitimately operate under the guise of executive fiat. So what he wants is universal background checks, which is, of course, they always use terms like common sense, gun reform. It's not common sense. It's, com- it's confiscation. And this is universal background checks is simply this. It's just, again, CBDC and social credit systems. Universal background checks means that there will be a database, as there already is. Because the database was voted in by John Cornyn, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, and the entire Democratic Party. They were all, they all voted that in, but background checks specifically, what they do is whenever you get a background check, who does the background check? That would be the federal government, the ATF. So now they know everybody who's buying a gun, right? It's not like you get a background check and then all of that information disappears or is deleted. It actually goes to a database that's been firmly established now. It goes to a database without calling it a database. It's not a database, it's a base of data, they'll say. It's not CRT, it's TRC. It's RCT, race of critical theory. It's what, it's just constant, just constant shenanigans and camouflage. But that's what the universal background check is: is a internet, is a national gun registry, just like CBDC, just like social credit systems, just like which oh it's Discover Card now. Every time you buy guns or ammo. It actually sends, it actually marks it and sends it to who? Just themselves? So they can say at an executive board for Discover Card, hey, you know what? It looks like Tom Vipley bought some more. Uh, what's, what, what, what's, uh, what's some ammo for, what's AR 15? 556. Five, I don't want to say it wrong because I called it, I said AR 14 last show too. I don't want to sound any stupider than I already have, even though I own two AR 15s. Oh, wait, I don't own them. Last year I lost them in a horrific alligator attack on the Myrk River. They're on the back of the bottom of the microwave, River, in case anybody's wondering. But that's, that's all that this is about. So they say, you know what, looks like Tom bought some AR-15 rounds. You know, it's Discover. Who do they send that to themselves, to their own board meeting? No, that gets sent. That gets sent to the ATF or the federal government. We know that. And that's exactly what Joe Biden doing, is forming a gun. A gun registry database, gun ownership database, so they know everybody who has guns. Now, what's the problem with that? Well, you know what? The Second Amendment was not put in place to give you and I the rights to have a .30-06 to go out and hunt deer. This, this may be controversial for some. I don't care. It was actually put in place for us to be able to violently fend off an authoritarian government. That's what it was about. That's what the That's what it was put in place for, and it shall not be infringed upon. The reason why we still have all of our freedoms, it's very simplistic. Life is easy. Life is simple. The reason why we are not the UK, the reason why we are not Canada, the reason why we are all descending into authoritarian tyranny, all of them. And I don't mean descending quietly. I don't mean descending slowly. I mean quickly and loudly and violently descending into authoritarian dictatorships and tyranny right now. Australia all the five eyes countries New Zealand Australia UK Canada are descending into tyranny because they do not have a second amendment and we do there is still the final last stand of those of us who will stand against the tyrannical government I am not advocating for violence it is not the time for violence I'm just telling you this is what Joe Biden wants to do so that Joe Biden again because all the devil wants to do is mark people right He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. Right? They want to mark you. They want to mark you. They want to make sure you're submissive. They mark you with a mask, show you that you're submissive, inject you with nanoparticle-filled vaccines that can be tracked. That's what they want. They want you CBDC, central bank digital currency. Yeah, well, we, we certainly want all of our currency. To be controlled by banks now, don't we? Banks are doing so good that we need to switch into all of our currency being controlled by those banks. They want that so that they can mark you. They know what you're spending and where you're spending it. They are at the spigot of it and can turn off your money whenever they want. Social credit system, same thing. That's that's exactly what a. All we want to do is universal background checks so bad people won't get guns. Bad people don't get background checks. Criminals don't submit to background checks. Aaron submits to background checks. I submit to background checks. Will submits to background checks. We're all lawful gun owners. We don't commit crimes with guns, but the people who commit crimes with guns are not going to submit to a background check. Sounds very simple, doesn't it? But that's what it is is basically a gun owner's database. That's all background checks are. Because they're not gonna delete, okay, Tom's background check is done. You know what, go ahead and delete all of that for forever. Bleach pin it. Get Hillary, get Hillary on the phone and bleach pit it. No, they're gonna keep it and it goes to the ATF. Everybody knows that. All right, let's move on. Here I just wanted to show you this side by side video. If you're wondering where what's going on, these are tens of thousands, tens of the Song Ping uh, gang video tens of thousands of tens of thousands of tons of artillery shells that's how tens of thousands tons that's how i wrote it artillery shells from russia ukraine war battlefield are still coming into where that's weird they're all going to china that's weird isn't it good those would be american artillery shells that we've given to ukraine russian artillery shells that are paid for from china and Ukraine art, uh, artillery shells that are paid for by China. And they all go back to China so that China can reap the benefits of recycling all of this brass. Funny how it works, isn't it? And I'll go into this. You can go back to me now, Well, What is this all about? Well, it's very simple. This war is all about the, the World Economic Forum, yes, but really it's subsidiary, Xi Jinping and the CCP, the Gestapo arm of the World Economic Forum. This war is the cause, a food and fuel shortage, mission, mission accomplished. What, what, what is Germany now, because their Nord Stream pipeline was blown up by Russia? Remember, that was the official story we all know was blown up by the Biden administration. However, it allegedly was blown up, and then they've now saying forces that were f- friendly with Ukraine blew it up. Funny how the story changed, I thought it was Russia. Remember, these people, they, they must not understand that you cannot have two divergent stories. Either one or the other is true. Either, I thought it was the Russians blew up. Now it's forces that are friendly with the Ukraine blew it up. Those friendly forces with Ukraine would be the Biden administration. So now Germany, because the Nord Stream pipeline, which connected uh, chi- uh, connected Russia to, uh, to Germany for fossil fuels, for oil and natural gas, was blown up. Nord Stream 2 was blown up. Two out of the three veins of the Nord Stream 2 were blown up by the Biden administration. So... We, you know, we, ha- we have that, so we have a food and fuel shortage. Now Germany is resorting to what? <laughs> all of these, whether you know, there's a new chancellor now in Germany, but Angela Merkel, and all of these globalist, bourgeois leftist elitists that are always advocating for climate change, you know, the climate change agenda, climate change legislation, climate change mandates, take away all your rights as they jet around in their pri- private jets. Now where where's Germany at now? Germany has now resorted to coal. So instead of natural gas, which burns cleanly, or nuclear, they've closed down all their nuclear power plants over time. All they all have in, in in Europe. Instead of all that, they're resorting back to burning coal. Strange, isn't it? Well, this was all designed for that. So you have just just as symbolism, you have China receiving all the brass from these war from all of these rounds of ammunition that's being shot. So they benefit from that. They have Belt and Road Initiative money. You think about it. Every single country that we have ever militarily supported has turned on us. I'm not talking about World War I, World War II. I'm talking about military support, whether it's Venezuela, Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran. People forget we used to support Iran. We were allied with Iran. And Aaron, if you think of any more, will you think of other ones, let me know. Whichever ones I'm forgetting have all turned on us. And now you have you had Voldemar Zelensky meet with Xi Jinping. He's receiving billions of dollars from Xi Jinping. That can't be, Tom, because China is allied with Russia. I know. And, the, and Russia wants them to fund Ukraine. Because Voldemar Zelensky and Vladimir Putin really are in this together. They're globalists. They're both members of the World Economic Forum. They're both evil dictators. It benefits them. Voldemar Zelensky himself has become a multi-billionaire. It's where all your billions of dollars are going. So Volodymyr Zelensky can jet all over the world. He gets fatter and fatter every, every picture of him, by the way, in his little pseudo-military uniform. He used to march around in his little, little skin tight, skinny jeans, or naked, as an actor. And now suddenly, he's this, he's this military leader. He's never been in the military. He's never shot a gun. He has no idea what he's talking about. Jet, saw, jet sets all over the globe. But this is all on purpose all on purpose for numerous reasons. Food and fuel shortage to utter in, usher in CBDC currency, to usher in a social credit system. All that infrastructure was put in place by the vaccine passport. So it's already right there. Ukraine is already fully digitized. China is already fully digitized. You're like, there's got there's more. Is Putin and Volodymyr Zelensky in on it like they're talking with one another? No, but they're fine with it. It's mutually beneficial. Mutually beneficial for this war to go on. For all of these people, and of course also for Joe Biden, who is a subsidiary state for the CCP, he's receiving his marching orders from Xi Jinping. He never takes he never takes any action against China ever. Where's the investigations into COVID-19? All of all, there's a few leftists that are watching right now. You're so virulent, using some nice um, virus language. You're so you're so virulent about COVID-19. Why are you not demanding? that the Biden administration get to the bottom of this illness that you're so petrified of. Because he is simply a subsidiary state to the CCP. He is is the governor of the United States for that man. That's who Joe Biden is. The Ukraine war is all on purpose. It's not going to go nuclear. It's to, it's, to, it's to institute, is to usher in a food, a food and fuel shortage so that the World Economic Forum and its Gestapo, he's a member of the World Economic Forum, Xi Jinping is a member of the World Economic Forum, is the enforcement arm for the World Economic Forum, Vladimir Putin is a soldier for the World Economic Forum, so that the World Economic Forum, the globalist left, could come in and offer their solutions to the food and fuel shortage caused by the Ukraine war and that their solution will be we will own all the food we own all the fuel and we'll give you an access point to it that access point will be cbdc will be social credit systems with the infrastructure already put in place via vaccine passport in other words leveraging you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point that they control and if you violate the conditions of that singular access point you will have no access to food fuel, travel, entertainment, medicine, or anything else. That's the point of it all. That's what started in March of 2020. Speaking of that, let's switch to vaccines. Peter McCullough video, fascinating video. I'm gonna let it speak for itself to lay the groundwork for the segment of the show. Play it for me.
5: With a novel therapy like mRNA technology, one of the first things is to consider, obviously, safety. This is a choice that has to be made early on. What actually happened? According to the manufacturer's own disclosures, no safety pharmacological studies were conducted. Right off the bat, a decision has been made to ignore safety. In addition, since mRNA technology introduces genetic material like RNA into the cell, we would expect a study to check if there is any toxicity due to genetic material. And what do we find? Once again, no genotoxicity studies are planned. What about one of the dangerous diseases of our time, cancer? Perhaps we should check if the therapy can have a carcinogenic effect? No, because carcinogenicity studies have also not been conducted. If genotoxicity was not studied, what about any effect on the genes at all? The Freedom of Information Act request in early 2022 asked the CDC for all documents to support that COVID-19 vaccines do not change or interact with the DNA in any way. And what did the CDC say? It simply said it had no records of this documentation. In other words, there was no evidence that the DNA is unaffected.
1: For us, therefore, uh, we're really taking that leap, uh, us as a company buyer. Uh, in cell and gene therapy, which to me is one of these examples, where really we're going to make a difference, hopefully, uh, moving forward. There's some, uh, uh, ultimately the, uh, the mRNA vaccines uh, are an example for that uh, cell and gene therapy. I always like to say, if we had surveyed two years ago uh, in the public, would you be willing to take a, a gene, th- gene or cell therapy and inject it into your body,
0: we would have probably
1: had a 95% refusal rate.
0: So you look at what happened here. And remember, they were using the vaunted three words: safe and effective, right? Peter McCullough, source Peter McCullough. No preclinical studies for genome. And I have to excuse if I blow up these terms because I don't say them. And again, I don't. I don't get my. I don't just pull my information out of thin air. I'm looking at world-renowned cardiologist Peter A. McCullough. No preclinical members deemed safe and effective. Deemed safe and effective. How would you deem it safe and effective? All these people coming out and they're saying that it, that it stops transmission, stops infection, based on what study? They never had any because they never actually tested it to see if it stopped transmission and infection. Remember you had Anthony Fauci and all the rest of these experts come out and non-expert politicians coming out and say, or like Rachel Maddow, saying it stops it in its tracks. Based on what? There was no study ever that studied whether the vaccine stopped transmission and infection. none. It wasn't like there was some that showed that it did, some that showed that it didn't, so they decided to side with the ones that showed that it did. No, there was no studies. Zero studies of whether it stop transmission infection, let alone genotoxicity, none. Onco, Oncogenesicity, genesis, uh, genesis, something like that. Territ- toxicity, none, zero. And, cars, and, and one of them, I'm, I'm gonna butcher this again, Carcinogenicity—that's pretty close, actually. Carcinogenicity—none. That's 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 cancer. What are we seeing going through the roof right now? Cancer, because this actually causes ADE, antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, where your body cannot fight off illness, and it juices it up. It juices. Not only does your body not have the ability to fight cancer because of antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. Which I could get into. I mean, believe me, every time I bring this up, I want people to understand it. But it not only does that, but it also mutates genes. Now, if it mutates genes, if it mutates DNA, what is it doing to other cells like cancer? Why is cancer going through the roof right now? Because they never tested it to see if it had any effect on it. None. Zero. And the biggest one of all is they had no evidence. As they come out and said over and over again, it's so funny because you, had, you have Stefal Ulrich at the World Health Summit, which is the World Economic Forum, which is the UN, come out and say, which you saw at the tail end of that video, that if we would have told everybody that this was a gene therapeutic, nobody would have taken it It at a 95% rejection rate. That's correct, and by the way, that's exactly what would have happened. If you would have gone out and said, hey, listen, everybody, this is not a vaccine, what do they call it, vaccine, that's a lie. I call it a vaccine for ease of of conversation. It is a gene-altering drug. It changes your genetic material, and it looks like for forever. People are having babies with their altered genes right now. Being kids being born with VADs all over the world, unable to fight off disease because they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. And I'm not—that's just one of the side effects—is ADE, let alone pulmonary embolisms, myocarditis, pericarditis, heart attacks, and numerous other things. And of course, the blood clotting and all those—and you know, the the plastic white substance that they call blood clotting, but it's devoid of blood. It's actually devoid of blood because it's devoid of iron. But there was no evidence as you had Anthony Fauci come out, and you know the, the Center for Disease Control come out, the Biden administration come out, world leaders come out and say that there's that this is not a gene altering drug. And now they're saying that if we would have told you that it was a gene altering drug, you wouldn't have taken it. Who's the authors of disinformation? And I mean Nuremberg level disinformation. Remember the, look at the sequence there. Look at the sequence. They're all out there saying in 2020, in 2021, and 2022, and even parts of 2023, this is not a gene-altering drug. And now they're saying, so they propagated it as that, and now they're saying that if we told you that it was gene-altering drug, you never would have taken it. So what was it the whole time? What did they know the whole time? And And who were the liars? Ivermectin pimps like me? Hydroxychloroquine, pimps like me, vitamin D and C, pimps like me, sunlight pimps like me, just blowing the whole stupid thing off, pimps like me. No, they were the liars. Think about that. Oh, it's not a gene-altering drug. But if we would have told you that it was a gene-altering drug, you never would have taken it. Is that clear, Aaron? Okay. It's unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. And, And again, let me just give you my usual diatribe. I'm sure that you love it. I cannot believe... That Christians and conservatives who refute and debate and hate all of the left's ideologies, hate them all, like everybody on the right, hates their stand on abortion, hates their stand on communism and socialism, that the left is socialist and communist for everybody else but themselves, hates their stand on climate change, hates their stand on gun grabbing, hates their stand on the proliferation of crime, and then takes their political ideological and theological opponents vaccine you won't take their you won't take their gun measures but you'll take their vaccine you won't abort their babies but you, you won't abort your baby abort your babies according to their dictates and according to to their morality but you'll take their vaccine you won't take their socialism but you'll take their vaccine You, you won't, you won't, you won't, you wouldn't give AOC five minutes of your time, but you'll take her vaccine. You'll put on her mask because suddenly they're telling you the truth. If they're lying about abortion, lying about communism, lying about socialism, lying about disinformation, put together a disinformation governance board. Lie about a child in the womb is not a person. Lie about transgender ideologies lie about homosexual ideologies they're not going to lie to you about vaccines suddenly they're going to tell you the truth about vaccines what what are you thinking if it's you what are you thinking have you said those vaunted three words yet i was wrong have you done it it's time let's go to the next one where am i at well vaccine safety Yes, sir. here's a little Pfizer whistleblower. This is fantastic stuff. Not sure how old it is, but it's the first time I saw it, so I had to put it on there. Pfizer whistleblower, Melissa Macatee. Play for me, Will.
2: I work at a pharmaceutical company. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I just believe in research and science.
6: In this database, you came across a chain of emails discussing fetal tissue and the COVID vaccine. Vanessa Gelman, who works in Washington, D.C., is senior director of worldwide research. A question came up. As an inquiry to our Medinfo group. They're asking, quote, did Pfizer make use of a cell line from an aborted fetus?
2: They want you to leave out the highlighted part, which is the one or more cell lines with an origin that can be traced back to human fetal tissue has been used in laboratory tests associated with the vaccine program.
6: And here we have your badge. You are an employee of Pfizer?
2: I work at the McPherson, Kansas plant. Um, it's one of the biggest plants in the operation of Pfizer. We produce some of the most units
6: this message from Vanessa Gilman.
2: from the perspective of corporate affairs we want to avoid having the information on the fetal cell lines floating out there we believe that the risk of communicating this right now outweighs any potential benefit that we could see particularly with general members of the public who may take this information and use it in ways we may not want it out there we have not received any questions from policymakers or media on this issue in the last few weeks so we want to avoid raising this if possible
6: Wow We believe that the risk of communicating this right now outweighs any potential benefit we could see. They ought to put that on American currency. Philip Dormitzer, Vice President, Chief Scientific Officer. These are not low-level people here. You're showing us emails between the Vice President of Pfizer, the Senior Director of Worldwide Research, Mm
2: -hmm.
6: about how to couch it a certain way, because we would not want to tell the people that it can be traced back to human fetal tissue. Copying Vanessa Gelman, we have... An approved answer to this question—the question being about fetal tissue—which mm-hmm. Vanessa can probably provide. H E K two nine three two. What does that mean? Heck cells.
2: Uh, human embryo kidney cells, and okay. it was from experiment two hundred and ninety three.
6: They've used cells from aborted fetuses. Yes. And HEC they cells. don't want the public to know that. Yes. That's staggering for society because of what you said: religious exemptions. Mm-hmm
2: and they're denying our religious exemptions at Pfizer.
6: This is serious stuff you're, you're, you're dealing with. These are, these are powerful people and a very powerful company.
2: They're withholding knowledge on people's approval if they can consent or not.
0: So this takes it back to our original argument that I just said a moment ago. That I've been saying for the last three years of 15 days to flatten the curve. It's easy to say now. It's been three years of 15 days to flatten the curve now. It's really easy instead of months. Three years of 15 days to flatten the curve. And you, you, none of you believe that. You didn't believe there's lots of people that were right-wingers that are like, yeah, come on, 15 days, has turned into 60, turned into 30, then you took their vaccine. They sit there and they form, they make these, that's why they wanted to keep their vaccine developmental data confidential for 75 years, because they used aborted fetuses. You have your religious exemption. Pfizer didn't want you to have your religious exemption. Every single soldier forced to take the vaccine had a religious exemption if they were a Christian. It wouldn't even have to be that you were a Christian. If you, It could be that you're Muslim against abortion. It could be you're agnostic against abortion. That's a religious exemption. But the advisor didn't want to know, so they kept it confidential. And again, it comes down to this. So you have a company that's using aborted fetal cell lines to make their vaccine, and the Christian who hates abortion takes their vaccine. Give me the list, Aaron, if you are what? Okay, fat. Aaron's got a whole list over here. I'm going to have you park them out to me. Keep them in the back of So do you agree that fat is healthy? Because those exact same people are telling you to take the vaccine. Give me another one. If you're transgender, that a boy is a girl and a girl is a boy. Hey, look at that penis. He raped a a girl with her penis. From Nigel Farage, that was an article in in Great Britain. A man claiming to be a woman raped another woman with her penis. And you take their vaccine? Got any more? Yeah, the homosexual. I can't. You know, I believe homosexuality is sin. But you take the radical homosexual left's agenda. You take their vaccine. Suddenly they suddenly they grow morality. Suddenly, for some reason, they they somehow just espouse morality and have morality, exude morality. They're liars. They lie. Fat is healthy. Boys are girl. Girls girls boy can have sex with men. Women can have sex with women. That's all okay. Communism is good, socialism is good, and they're wrong about everything, lie about everything. But when it comes to vaccines, they're gonna tell you the truth. And all the Christians just bent over and took it? I know it's not you, most of you that are watching, but if you did take it, you need to get that thing leashed out of your body via the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' mighty name. Matter of fact, let's do that. We haven't done that for a couple shows. If you've been vaccinated, drop your pride because it goes before destruction. Drop it in Jesus' name. Admit you are wrong and receive this prayer. If you are vaccinated, put your hand on whatever screen it is that you're watching as a point of contact. Put your hand on that screen. I'm going to pray over you right now. Right now. Here we go. For all those, Lord, Lord, making that point of connection. Lord, I pray over them through the power of the Holy Ghost. And in the name of Jesus, I command that vaccine to come out of their body and all damage that it's done be healed. All this to occur right now in the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' mighty name. Be free in Jesus' name. It's because you took the vaccine. doesn't mean you're a loser for life. You've just been made whole in Jesus' mighty name. Now be be humble. I was wrong. I never should have masked. I never should have social distanced. Well, I wanted to see how it was going to go for three weeks. So you allow your freedoms to be taken again on the word of leftists Listen, if I see, if I see AOC wearing a mask, that means for life, I won't wear a mask because of how much I disagree with that idiot. Let's go on to the next one. Here's some facts and data for you. See if you can, yeah, that's perfect right there. In case you can't see it, it's not the greatest graph of the world, but it was just so poignant. I had to put it on the shelf. Excess mortality cumulative the top part deaths from all causes. Those are all countries Thailand, Iceland, Finland, South Korea, Norway, Australia, Taiwan, Taiwan, Denmark, Japan, and New Zealand. Every where you see that black line that is all pre-vax mortality rates. Oh, you're awesome right there. Perfect. Where you see that no-vax black line, everything to your left is before these countries instituted the vaccine. Notice where it is. That's all of 2020. In the epicenter of the second coming of the 0.1% death rate bubonic plague. The real bubonic plague had a 75% mortality rate. You got bubonic plague, you got a 75% chance of dying. This is a 0.1% chance of dying. Post-infection. Not, not 0.1% chance of surviving globally. 0.1% after you're fully infected. It's not even taking into account those who are, will never be infected. It doesn't even apply then at all. There is no, you have no death chance, of course. It's not 0.1% global percent chance of dying. It's a 0.1% infect, post-infection uh, death rate. You have to, I mean, think about that. This is the second coming of this bubonic plague with a 0.1% post-infection death rate. So here you go. Everybody on the left. I mean, this, I mean, this, these were the death rates. And now the death rates, did it go up or down post-vaccination? Not just up, but dramatically up. It shouldn't have gone down because allegedly there was a spike in deaths in 2020, allegedly, which is all a lie, by the way. Again, let me just give you the quick rundown, just using the most vaxxed countries in, on the planet, New Zealand and Australia. Australia, I know their vax rate's 96%. They've had more people die of COVID in 2022 than 2020 and 2021 combined. And 96% of the population is vaccinated because they, can't, they don't have the ability because of ADE to fight off the least virulent variant, which is Omicron. This went exponentially up post-vaccination, which is coming through on the actuaries from insurance companies. Absolute fact. That right there is absolute fact. Post-vaccination should be saving all these lives in the midst of COVID. All those lines should have gone down if the vaccination was this lifesaver. The problem was nobody was really dying of COVID, statistically speaking. Yes, people died. We had a severe flu season in the United States. That's what we had, a severe flu season during COVID. COVID killed some people, and I don't mean severe flu. I'm not saying that there was a lot of flu cases, which there was, by the way, because most flu cases via, via false PCR positives were actually, uh, were actually credited to COVID. So we had a flu season, but I'm talking about statistically speaking, we have between 50 and 80,000 Americans die. It's really 30 to 80,000 Americans die per year of the flu. That totally disappeared, just like pneumonia disappeared in the UK, where they have two strains of pneumonia, which kills 90% of their population because 90% of the people who die are elderly and they die of pneumonia. Well, those two strains of pneumonia were reclassified as COVID deaths, just like flu deaths were reclassified as COVID deaths in the United States. So all deaths were COVID. So that's why you didn't see excess rate, death rates go up. There it is. That's the statistical truth right there. Death rates didn't go up. They didn't go up until they vaccinated people. There, there was no need for a vaccination against a virus with a 99.9% survival rate, none. So there was no lives to save. So even if they were saving some, it would, it would be flatlined. That would be a flat line from what the deaths were in 2020. Because it's a false vaccine for a false reason. So it will just be flatline. But it's not a false vaccine. It's a gene therapeutic. And it's not for therapy. It's for gene altering, which has now caused all these deaths. That's the truth. It's all going to come out. There's no way to hide it. There's no way to hide the truth. All right, let's go to the next one. And here's 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 something that I've never heard before. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. I'm really not is be backed up by Aaron. Backed, Will's been around long enough now. He's been around a long time too. I put the time in. My wife can tell you. I put too much time in. She just amen that. I read all these things. I listen to all these things. And I have never heard this before. In my last three years of 15 Days to Flatten the Curve, I have never heard this ever. And I, and I have listened to everything. Everything. Now here's at A.G. Huffington explaining how this is uh, the absolute truth Emerald Robinson follow her on Twitter she's awesome explaining how doc, this is uh, RFK Jr. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. who's become a hero on the right <laughs> justifiably so explaining how Dr. Fauci ran bioweapons research for the Pentagon I never heard that before anybody else? No never heard it before now it, you might be thinking, well he might be lying well first of all rfk jr as much as i love him is a pro-abortionist leftist he is and naomi wolf's the same way unless she's repented of that they've come on board now because they have more in common with us now because all of us they're classic liberals classic liberals just want to be free to be a burden be smoke their marijuana keep the government out of my life and now everybody in the left wants all full government tyrannical control because they're not they're not liberal they're leftists those are two very different things He's a classic liberal, which is more closer to a libertarian. Basically, leave me alone. That's how Naomi Wolf was. They both thought that was the Democratic Party. It was not. And they both found out over the last three years and 15 months to flatten the curve that that is not what the Democratic Party is or the globalist left. So they're coming out. So here is RFK Jr. saying, Dr. Fauci ran bioweapons research for the Pentagon for 20 years. Never heard this before. Play it for me, Will. Look. The money that Cheney gave
4: him, $2.2 billion, and they funneled it through NIH, and it all went through Anthony Fauci. So beginning in 2002, Anthony Fauci got a 68% raise from the Pentagon for doing bioweapons development, and he got a raise of billions of dollars a year to do it, and then he started building, doing, that's when they started doing all this gain-of-function. And then in 2014, real of those bugs escaped in high-profile escapes from different labs in the United States. And so then Dr. Tony Fauci offshored the operation, the bioweapons operation, to China after the moratorium instituted by the Obama administration on gain-of-function research, according to an explosive, explosive new interview with Robert Kennedy appearing on The Jimmy Dore Show. Yet, Fauci continued to fund and work with his same U.S. colleagues that included Dr. Ralph Barrick and the ECHO Health Alliance's Peter Daszak. And Fauci taught the Chinese how to do these experiments, too. Fauci uh, did, funded the study that, uh, that taught the Chinese, or military scientists, everything in China is dual use. And that, that lab is a military lab. And he taught them cutting-edge technology for building weapons of mass destruction. Not only did he teach them that, but in other words, the the study for how to create the clones, and then how to take and how to uh, create a spike protein that it could attach to the human lung and transplant it onto a coronavirus. He also funded through Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina. A technique called the seamless ligation technique, which is a technique for hiding human tampering on that virus after you've done it. Because normally, that virus, anybody can look at that virus and say that was made in a lab. Barrick, Fauci funded Barrick. He gave him $212 million. And Barrick developed a technique for hiding the human tampering. He calls it the no-seam technique, also known as seamless ligation. He taught that to Xi Zhang Li,
0: the Chinese bat lady. Right, you guys remember Xi Zhang Li. Write it down or something. Remember, because I don't want to forget the bat lady's name again. It's hard to remember. Xi Zhang Li. Everybody catch that now. For 20 years, this was going on. 2014, you had Anthony Fauci directly working for the Pentagon. So he's working for the Pentagon up to 2014 with a banned gain-of-function research inside the United States, which is why he had to redirect it. Where, everybody? Where, everybody? He had to redirect it to the Chinese Academy of Sciences, i.e., the Wuhan Institute of Virology, also funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, also funded by the PLA, also funded by UNC, or supplied by UNC, also funded by Anthony Fauci, UNC, Ralph Barrett, to Zizhang Li, the Bat Lady. Don't forget that. Write that down, guys, because I'm going to forget it. They're awesome. They're awesome. Thank you, Aaron. So you had had Anthony Fauci now working for the Pentagon using gain-of-function research to develop viruses. Well, we had a little problem in 2014. Three of those bugs escaped. How could that happen? Well, I don't know. How did it just happen over the last three years and 15 days to flatten the curve? So you had three bugs escape. So Barack Hussein Obama said no more gain-of-function research. Credit to him if his motives were pure. Now, what Anthony Fauci did was found a Potomac two-step around the banning of -of gain-of-function research inside the United States. And that is, he used Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, he funneled money through them to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Bill and Melinda Gates, they are not bound by that law inside the United States, so they just sent tens of millions, I'm not exaggerating, tens of millions of dollars To the the Chinese Academy of Sciences, which runs and owns the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And they only sent it directly to the Chinese Academy of Sciences. They also sent tens of millions of dollars directly to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So you got that funding coming. You have millions coming from EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak, which is being funded by Anthony Fauci so that they can, Potomac Two Steps, so they can can sidestep the new law that bans gain-of-function research inside the United States. For the Pentagon, so the Chinese Academy of Science Sciences, owned by and run by because as RFK Jr. says, everything's dual purpose over there. In other words, everything is for both civilian use and military use. There is no divergence at all between the two, no distinguishment at all between the two. Everything you see over there, you've heard me say a million times. If you see a Burger King over in um, in China, um. You see a Burger King in Beijing, it is run by the CCP. That's an absolute fact. You're like, directly? Yes, basically directly. Everything is dual purpose. So Anthony Fauci gets shut down in 2014. He sidesteps that rule. Remember, he is working for who? Oh, gosh, I could spend three hours right here. (laughs) I'm going to try not to. This is not a CDC response. This is a DOD response. When you see the response to COVID-19 inside of the United States, it's illegal, except if it's a DOD response. You cannot, you cannot get EUAs, emergency use authorizations, using a medical emergency. It must be a military emergency, a bioweapons attack. They're never going to call it a bioweapons attack. But that's in order to get in order to be justified in getting EUAs, it has to be a DOD response. All of the subcontractors for Pfizer and Moderna are all subcontractors for the DOD. The people who are actually owning and developing the the vaccine are contractors for the Department of Defense. This is, absolute def- this is absolute truth. I've got it from two sources. One of them is RFK Jr. And if he was wrong, then why isn't he being sued? He's worth hundreds of millions. RFK is worth hundreds of millions of dollars, old Kennedy money. Why isn't he being sued by Anthony Fauci or the DOD or Lloyd Austin? Because their actual response is: you cannot legally issue D- EUAs inside of the United States of America unless it's justified through a DOD response. So Anthony Fauci in 2014, working for the DOD, says, you know, we've been shut down, boys. So we're gonna take our bioweapons research over to our number one enemy on the planet. Right there. And we're gonna do all of our research with him. Xi Jinping, the PLA, and the CCP had full access to all of this research, and Anthony Fauci knew it, and it was research for the DOD, the research for the Pentagon, being conducted at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, funded by Peter Daszak and the EcoHealth Health Alliance, funded by the PLA, funded by the CCP, funded through back channels through the DOD. That was just... Robert Redfield just testified to that under oath that the Wuhan Institute of Virology gain-of-function research was not only financed by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Peter Daszak and the EcoHealth Alliance but also through the DOD and Department of State. That's Robert Redfield, former CDC chief, testifying that to that under oath. Former, not, yeah, CDC, right? Yeah, CDC, because Francis Collins was NIH. So, 2014, three bugs, three bugs escape. So, Anthony Fauci goes, you know, I got to do my DOD research. My bio, top secret bioweapons research. Basically, think about it if you're a kid like me. If you're a kid from the, from the 80s, 70s, 80s with the, with the USSR. Remember the USSR? Remember the, the Soviet Union? Was that the United Soviet Socialist Republic, right? Think about if we did that back then. You know what? We're going to be doing some top secret you know, hypersonic missile uh, research. Let's go over and do it in the USSR. They got some, just some civilian laboratories over there. Let's use them over there. There we go. Thank you, Aaron. Hit it. There we go. So there you go. So would we do that then? No. But Anthony Fauci, CCP is worse than the Soviet Union. By 10, by 10, we're to kill way more people and it's by far worse and far more powerful. So Anthony Fauci says, you know what, I think it's gonna be a great idea, which by the way is why, another reason why, he couldn't run up to a podium at any, and why, you know, this is a naturally occurring virus. No, he couldn't because he knew that he was, in, he was working for the Pentagon doing, doing top secret research at our enemy's lab. So he can't he can't run up to a podium and go hey just so everybody knows which would have saved lives, going up and said you know what this is a product of gain of function research this is a lab leak this did not come from a pangolin this did not come from a bat this came from gain of function research obviously, so then of course you've got Anthony Fauci Anthony Fauci sends two hundred and twelve million dollars to Ralph Barrick with the UNC Ralph Barrick gets left out all the time Ralph Barrick was sending his seamless ligation technology to, what's her name again, Aaron? I told you I'd forget. Zhi, what's her name? Xi Zhang Li. There she, thank you, right here. Ji Zhang Li, he was, the. Yeah, leave, yeah, oh man, this is great. Am I actually being seen like this? Oh man, Aaron, you're the best. Seriously, the best. And Will, you're second best. <laughs> so here, he was actually sending Ji Zhang Li, the bat lady who was making coronavirus. This is probably who made the alpha variant of COVID is, I gotta change my hands now. This lady, right there. There you go. And it was actually, now, Ralph Barrick, funded by Anthony Fauci. See, they get to all hide this stuff because it's Anthony Fauci. He's not funding gain of function research. He's funding Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina, who's sending his gain of function research, his gain of function technology directly over to Zhizheng Li, the bat lady, who's making the coronavirus who is forming the alpha variant of COVID-19 and numerous other gain-of-function viruses, some of them with a 90% death rate. He's sending them over. He's sending... How did they, The Chinese are going, these are the people... Again, this very much correlates with you can't stand abortions, but you'll take the abortionist vaccine. So you'll go over there and you're like, you know, you're our, you are our geopolitical opponent, but we're going to give you all of the ability, all of our technology for gain-of-function bioweapons research, we're gonna teach you how to juice up viruses to make them transmissible to humans. They didn't have any idea how to do this until one Anthony Fauci came along and taught them how to do it. Taught them through Ralph Barrick at UNC, where Ralph Barrick now sends all this technology over to Xi Zhang so she can do gain-of-function research herself, and not only that, he teaches her seamless ligation, which, which they call no see no see no-see-it. Where you can juice up a virus, that's why Anthony Fauci was so confident for all of these months walking up to every podium and saying this was a naturally occurring virus. He, he was very confident because he didn't think anybody would ever find out because he funded... Ralph Baric to the tune of $212 million to teach Xi Jing Li at the Wuhan Institute of Virology seamless ligation technology where you can hide gain of re, gain of function research outcomes from the public and from other sciences so people who actually have knowledge not me I just read from other people who have knowledge I gain my knowledge from people who have knowledge But if you have someone like a Peter McAuliffe, a Ryan Cole, a Robert W. Malone, they can look under a microscope and potentially be fooled by this seamless ligation technology because you are now able to actually hide the fact that you attached as spike proteins to a non-transmissible virus, making it transmissible to humans. You can now hide it through seamless ligation technology. That was funded by Anthony Fauci, via Ralph Barrick, UNC, to Xi Li at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, all in the name of the Pentagon and the Department of Defense, Secretary of the, the Department of State, and probably other entities inside of the United States. That's, where, that's why none of them wanted to admit that it was actually a lab leak. That's where we're at, that's the truth. All right, back here, Saturday night, short 55 minutes of fury. Love each and every one of you. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name.